0: meeting is being recorded. Okay, welcome back to the Star Tribune's Talk and Preps podcast. I'm your host David Levec. It's been a few weeks. It's it's good to be back and it's great to be back and coming back with Maureen Nelson. And Maureen is an author of a very personal children's book that we will get into. But you're also uh, breaking new ground for, for me on the podcast, Maureen. This is the first uh, coach's spouse that I've ever had on. So I, I hope you're ready to be the guinea pig this morning.
1: Yeah, well, you too. It's the first time I've ever done this, so <laughs>
0: well, we'll work we'll work through it together. Okay. Yeah Maureen Nelson's husband, Dave Nelson, longtime coach, Blaine and Minnetonka football. I had to look it up. I I if you would have asked me, I thought he coached a good solid 30 years. Forty-two years in coaching—that's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Well, but it also means forty-two years of you sitting around going, "Am I ever going to get a vacation in the fall, or <laughs> am I stuck with football this all this time?"
1: I know. I kind of gave up on that. So,
0: what's the first thing you did once uh, Dave retired? What's the first thing you did in the fall?
1: Um, gosh. We just enjoyed it. We went on some – we didn't take any trips, um, but we were able to go see our grandkids and their activities. And just um, – I didn't go to a game, I don't think. Uh, I might have gone to a freshman game, but, yeah, that was that was about it. It was just relaxing.
0: What do you do as a, a coach's spouse? Because that can be – Somewhat great, but also, I mean, it also can be somewhat concerning because you might want to protect, in this case, your husband from the uh, folks that that question a play call or a loss or or maybe personnel decisions. How did you try to insulate yourself from that and and maybe even him from that?
1: Um, Well, I know I would surround myself at games with, family and friends and the other coaches families. (laughs) And um, I got somewhat tougher skinned as the years went on, not as tough as I wish I had. Um, And I just didn't, you know, I do have to say, I didn't hear a lot of bad talk in the stands, but I just didn't tell him. I thought he had enough to worry about. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) now in fairness to him, you know, we talked about what did you, you finally do when you had your falls to yourself, your fall seasons to yourself. But didn't he and some of the other his his uh, friends and coaching, his uh, former assistants and things, didn't they? Didn't all of you go on a European trip at one point?
1: We did, and that was when we were all still coaching. It was uh, some friends we'd all coached. they'd all coached together at Blaine, um, and then we're at various schools after that. And yeah, we took a Mediterranean. Cruise. I think we were gone for 16 days. It was amazing. So,
0: yeah. That would have included, if I'm remembering right, Jeff Ferguson. Uh,
1: Yep. Jeff Ferguson, Ray Kirsch.
0: Ray Ray Kirsch, yeah. Uh,
1: Doug Harris. I just
0: just refer to that group as the Blaine Mafia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, good guys, good guys, and and good coaches, and they brought a lot to the game. And uh, as you think about, you know, your journey, you know, there wasn't, it was, it also brought a lot of joy. I mean, and I'm wondering specifically about 2004 because not only does Dave win championship at Minnetonka, but the quarterback is someone special to you. Was someone special to you that year? And what, what do you remember about that journey?
1: Oh gosh, our son, Jesse, being the quarterback and, um, it really, I had to pinch myself every game. I'd say, okay, now we're just, I'm just going to enjoy this and watch it. And of course I'd be a nervous wreck the whole time. And, um, <laughs> but it, it was in the, yeah, it was just unbelievable. It was so much fun. So.
0: Very nice. A uh, Marine is a grandmother of 11 and the inspiration for her first book, which is called, I miss you today. Came after the birth of her grandson, Riggin's. Uh, he was born with a rare genetic disorder, CDG, type 1A. And, Marie, you became his uh, PCA. Is that personal care assistant? Is that what that stands
1: for? Uh, yes. He, um, I retired, um, I worked for Inoka County for many years, and I retired. Uh, they had another baby, and um, it was just so much. She had a C-section, so then I retired and became his PCA, and It was the most wonderful thing I've done in my life. Um, I'm so grateful for that time I had with him.
0: How much time did you get with Riggins?
1: Oh, gosh. I was with him, like, daily. And I learned to change his feeding tube and put him in his wheelchair. And we would – I remember walking around Lake Calhoun with him and – or – the name of it now. And um we would walk around the lakes and I took him to many of his uh, therapy sessions and um yeah even when he was in the hospital Dave and I would take turns sleeping overnight so to give our daughter and son in law a break because they had three little boys at home and mm. yeah. So
0: Riggins was how old would he pass?
1: Eight and a half. Yeah, okay. eight and a half. He passed away three years ago. So
0: Okay. So he passes three years ago during any part of his life, or was it sometime after his passing that you decided there was something there you wanted to do and and the end result was I miss you today?
1: I always enjoyed writing. I, I didn't, I never went to college. And so at the U of M they have a program when you're 62, you can go for free um, or ten dollars a credit if you want credit so I took it took an introductory creative writing class and it was me and a bunch of sophomores and uh, it, was, <laughs> it was at the U I was a nervous wreck but it was wonderful and it just kind of gave me some of those tools to write the book and um, he was my inspiration and so I started writing it that fall so that was a you know, over a year ago, that I took that class, and it took about a year to write the book, and um, or not to write the book, but to get it done. And the illustrator is a high school friend of Reagan's mom, our daughter Ashley, um, and she's just amazing. So, yeah, Heather that.
0: Siegel is is the name of your illustrator. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I got to go back to that creative writing class. So, did you become like the class grandmother, or what? What was? I mean, I imagine you had to have been. You know, people enjoy having you. I imagine is that was that the vibe that that was happening?
1: I I mean, it was a pretty quiet class, but
0: okay.
1: I I think so, and I do remember listening to the kids different things they talk about and realize how. Much older I was because you think differently as you age, and um, the things they are worried about. And um, <laughs> I thought, oh my goodness, you guys! So, but it it was. I'm so glad I I did it. It was it was wonderful. So.
0: And the children, the, miss, I miss you today as a children's book. What was the decision making process? First of all, that went into why write a book at all, and then why. Focus it on a, on an audience that would be it would be accessible to children. What was how did you come to that uh, decision?
1: Well, I guess i I wanted um, children to be aware of children with disabilities and children who are different. And I know all of our grandkids, our other grandkids, are very comfortable with Regans, and you know they still talk about them all the time. And um. And I guess I just thought it was. I mean, I'm not an author. I could never write a, you know, a novel. <laughs> and this was, this was. It just kind of came to me in the rhyming and um, just the sweet stories of also what he gave to the world. Even though he couldn't speak or, talk, you know, walk, um, he just gave so much. And I thought it was just good for children. To see that.
0: So, did, is this something where you actually talked to your other grandchildren, his siblings, and, and asked them for some stories? Was it? I know they're not they're not older, so it wasn't like a formal interview or anything. But was there something that a conversation that was had to make sure that that they had kind of it was almost in their words and their experiences?
1: Actually, no. Each page is an actual little story from his life and um, little things that happened between his, you know, brothers or, you know, his parents. And um, so that's why it kind of ended up being in the perspective, written from the perspective of his three little brothers. Mm -hmm. And um, so, no, it was just kind of popped in there. so.
0: It's, I'm, and I'm reading the book, is, I Miss You Today, is available on Amazon.com, and I'm reading the the blurb on the website. It says, this book will make all who read it smile, cry, and hopefully gain understanding of the joy a person with disabilities can give. Tell me, expand on that a little bit, the lessons piece, because it's a children's book, but that means there's going to be parents that probably have to read it to their child what what else? What more can you say about the lessons piece for for parents and children alike?
1: I think even uh, one is even though uh, a child can't speak, mm-hmm. they can still communicate in a different way and communicate their their feelings of joy and sadness and pain, and that they love to be with other children. They like to be a part of things. Um, he loved going to school, and he used to um, wait for the bus, and he would just kick his legs and laugh and laugh, and they had to put something under his tray because he was hurting his legs because he was kicking so hard with joy for the bus, school bus. And um, so I think that's just to, to treat them and notice them, that they care, you know.
0: When you sat down to start to put the book together, how long did it take you to create
1: actually the the initial words i I think took me about a half hour. It just really just kind of <laughs> and I tweaked it quite a bit here and there and then I had my professor at the u look at it um, it was hard for me to if it was past tense or present tense to have it you know flow the sure. correct. Word. And, um, but yeah, basically it, it really took about a half hour or so. And that'll take you about 30 seconds to read it too, but, um, that's okay. So
0: I, I feel bad for any author that might be tuning into this podcast. They're banging their head against the wall right now because they, <laughs> this should not take that, this should not go that quickly. <laughs> and it's, it's much more painstaking for, for authors out there. So I, I hope hopefully that we're not upsetting them too much. Oh gosh. Yeah. What tell me a little bit about you know you talk about in the in the description there on on Amazon about what readers will gain. What sort of healing did it bring you?
1: Oh gosh, it just um I I still I just read it this reread it this morning and um, it just brings back the memories of Riggins and um, just how much he meant and to our family and anyone who met him. And it made me more aware of people with disabilities. I notice them, I try and smile and say hello and acknowledge them and not just look at the person pushing them. And so I'm hoping that that helps people when they read it.
0: Um. And where are you bringing the book? around to, I, I see authors sometimes that speak in local libraries, or is there, or maybe through some of your grandchildren, maybe you've been invited into the classrooms, uh, what, in what way are you getting the book out there, and, and getting the message out there, and getting a memory of Riggins out there?
1: Well, I, um, we we brought one to his school, uh, Clear Springs Elementary in Minnetonka, and Um, signed a book for them and I sent one to children's hospital where he was on the sixth floor. Um, You know, different, I've given some as gifts. I've um, you know, I'm, I'm not, i not a person who likes to be out, out in front and center. So that part's kind of hard for me. I have brought it to two local bookstores. One uh, turned me down (laughs) And the other one hasn't called me back so I'm thinking okay I'm not going there anymore. Um but that's okay. That's okay. I didn't write it for that reason. I didn't, you know, write it to be famous or to make money or um so I'm just hoping kind of through word of mouth that it gets out. So
0: Sure. Sure. Absolutely.
1: And for book. you?
0: oh well, yeah well hey i'm glad to do it I, you know it's, it's a talking press podcast but all of a sudden i've been on this run of local authors and that's okay i mean part of if, if you're someone that consumes sports you're you're doing it hopefully through reading and, and if, if there's an opportunity to present to present and, and promote different reading material different material that will enrich others that that's a good thing so i'm happy to, happy to do it yeah, book so is that. called "I Miss You Today," written by Maureen Nelson, uh, illustrated by Heather Siegel. You said the best place to direct people for the book is to Amazon.com. Is that still the case?
1: Yes, uh, it's on Barnes and Noble also, um, and yeah, it's not—it's not in any bookstores, so you can only get it online right now. Um, Maybe those other- bookstores
0: are listening and they'll wiser up and they'll start carrying the book.
1: Yeah. One other quick thing I wanted to say, too, is that sure. when when Riggins was, um, he, he passed away in November of 2019, and that was Dave's last fall of coaching. And as you remember, it was a tough, we didn't win a game that fall. Um, but yeah. I was constantly, if I was at the game, I wanted to be, you know, at the hospital. And I would listen to people in the stands. Of course, there's a lot of talk that not good talk. Um and I remember just thinking this doesn't matter, you know, sitting here doesn't matter. And Dave would, you know, after the game lost and oftentimes he would run to the hospital and sleep overnight, you know, and so people I don't think knew kind of what was going on, but um it made all of that kind of give us perspectives on what was important in life. So that's just a little, little thing I wanted, wanted to say.
0: Oh, that's, that's great. I appreciate that. Now, as I asked you about lessons, that's a, that's another lesson for all of us. So that's, that's a good reminder about what's important in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes it is.
0: The book is called I Miss You Today. Marie Nelson, thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck getting the message out there, getting the word out there and, and honoring your grandson.
1: Oh, thank you so much, David. I really appreciate it.